Today is the day that we start with equanimity practice. So this is the the last of the four Brahma Viharas and Donald gave a whole talk on it and there have been a number of different references about this particular quality. So I'm not going to say too, too much at the beginning, but I wanted to touch on a couple of points. One of the points that Donald made was that equanimity is not the same thing as indifference or apathy. That it doesn't have the, that quality of withdrawal or defeat in it. Instead, it's a kind of way of being completely present with what's being experienced. But the mind is balanced. It's not caught up in reactivity. So even though there may be reaction going on in a certain way, it's balanced with being imbalanced. At other times, the mind experiencing this state of equanimity can almost have the feeling like experience is being known right down a center line, or that things are just kind of plumb, like a swing that's stopped in the middle and it isn't oscillating from reaction to desire anymore. But there's a kind of presence there in that centeredness, in that being in the middle of it all. So some of you, when you've come in and and talked about um, an aspect of this state being present, will say things like, well, I noticed this X happened and it was unpleasant. But it wasn't really unpleasant, you know what I mean? (laughs) Right? Or I noticed that there was this uh, pain happening in the body. But it was okay. It was okay. So the mind's making the discernment between the first arrow and subsequent firings and is not doing the subsequent firings. So this is a quality that can be developed to very, very uh, powerful levels where the mind is basically able to be present with whatever it's faced with, whatever is arising within and whatever life circumstances uh, are present. So for instance, you hear these tales sometimes of uh, Tibetan practitioners who have been held... uh, in prison and under very difficult circumstances for years in Tibet. And they come out and somehow they seem to be better than when they went in. Now, that's deep practice. But you know for yourself, here on retreat, there's difficulty that comes up, there's dukkha that comes up. And this is our training ground for learning how to, to meet it, how to figure out a way that we can meet it so that there's a possibility of equanimity arising in regard to it, right in the middle of it. 
a very powerful quality for us to have in regard to our own experiences and also in regard to the experiences of other people. Just to tell a brief story about this. Um, A number of years ago, my mother's sister had had a stroke and she was uh, very old. She was 94 at the time and really a remarkable person in many ways. She was, uh, up until that point, she played bridge, she still drove, she had tons of friends. Um, The last time I saw her, her greeting uh, to me was, hello kiddo, it's so good to see you, right? Huge meta, huge meta, one of my favorite people in the world. So she had the stroke and it became clear that she wasn't going to be able to recover. And I watched like her immediate family and my mother, you know, her surviving sibling and, you know, the cousins and every, every, the grandchildren and everybody came because we loved her so much. And, you know, everybody knew the horizon. The horizon was there that she would need to pass away now. And I, I can remember finding some time to go in to see her while I was along, alone with her. And, um, you know, so many of the memories went through my mind of times in the family and things I appreciated about her. And I found myself, you know, she's unconscious, you know, taking her hand and basically saying, um, you know, Mary, it's when... And, um, you know, you had, a, you had a big stroke. And it, it doesn't look like, um, you know, you're going to be able to continue on. So, uh, I just wanted to tell you that I love you. And that it's okay. And we all love you but we'll be all right. And it's okay for you to go. We'll never forget you. You're going to, you're going to go to a good place. You're a really good person. And I feel such gratitude. Right? So within, hmm, when was it? It was that night we got the call from the hospital that she was passing away and if we wanted to come, we should come. And my cousin Brian, who is um, Mary's son, said, I guess she listened to your advice when. (laughs) But, you know, the point of it is I was able to be there And I felt so grateful for the training that allowed me to be there with her in that kind of heartfelt way. Because it was what everybody else was feeling, but, you know, they were so stirred by 
what was happening, it was hard for them to say it. So to cultivate this quality has to do with being able to hold your own experience, but it also has to do with you developing the capacity to be present for other people who are having a hard time, right? And to be a safe person that's there, who isn't afraid of their fear or their distress or their pain is a huge gift to not be alone. So, um, with that said, let's do a little uh, upeka bhavana. So, a way to enter into this would be to start with metta. Because we want to clarify to ourselves that equanimity is not about caring, it's about balanced presence. It's rooted in goodwill, it's supported by metta. So with that, that um, why don't you pick one or two people to actually offer metta to now, places where it's easy, and see if in your metta practice you can work yourself around to a neutral person. Okay, so you want to wind up your uh, metta practice with a neutral person. And that neutral person is going to be the first person that we offer uh, uh, the equanimity phrases to. Okay? So get your, get your meta cranking now.
So if you're not on your neutral person, then do your neutral person. We're going to cut over in a couple more minutes. And now bringing that metta to a close, allow yourself to briefly reflect on the value of a mind that's open and balanced and peaceful. what that would be like if you could rely upon that. And now bring to mind your neutral person or a neutral person. And briefly consider what it would be like for them to have a mind that was open and balanced and peaceful. And then begin to offer them the, met, the phrases of equanimity. May you accept the coming and going of things. May you be open, balanced, and peaceful.
May you accept the coming and going of things. May you be open, balanced, and peaceful.
And now if you're ready, you can let go of your neutral person and bring to mind a benefactor.
And now if you're ready, you could move on to a dear friend. Or stay with one of your earlier picks.
May we all accept the comings and goings of things. May we be open, balanced, and peaceful. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.